Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Fan Made Brothers Podcast. I'm your co-host, Rick. And I'm Jerry. And it is podcast season two, episode number six, and today is July the 14th. Uh, we hope you all are having an absolute great day whenever you're listening to this. Um, it definitely has been uh, a little bit since our last episode. Uh, we both went on vacation and, uh, you know, we've just been uh, busy with life, but finally had some time to get back together and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just to talk about a lot of stuff that's been happening in the uh, anime slash manga industry. Um, this is actually the first time we've sat down to talk about some of this stuff Um so it should be a very good episode with a lot of stuff. Definitely oh, a yeah. whole bunch of news to talk about. Because exactly. so much has been happening. So much has been announced. A lot of stuff um, just going on in the anime yeah. slash manga world. And um, some of them good. Some of them bad. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll let you all be the judge of that. Um, For sure. But yeah, we're just going to jump right into it. Because I have a lot of news. Uh, so <laughs> I'll try to get to it at a good pace. Not too fast. Not too slow. But to start it off, probably one of the biggest announcements that happened yesterday. So new news was just announced of Demon Slayer season two. Mm-hmm. They just the trailers released out. a yeah, they just released a brand new teaser trailer and a new visual. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the link here, so uh, we'll leave it in the description so y'all can check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not long, so don't expect much, but it is. It is what it is. It's a teaser. It's giving you a little bit more than the previous one. And then you have a really cool, nice visual showing pretty much everybody that's involved in this next season coming up. Mm-hmm. And um, it looks all like the, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, all the upper rank uh, demons that you can you can handle. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the next piece of information is going to be released on September the 25th. So about two months away from now. A mm-hmm. little bit more than two months. Um from what I understand, the anime is still slated to release this year. Just mm-hmm. no idea. There's no specific, you know, uh, time slot yet. Like, I'm yeah. expecting it to come out in October. Me too. But That's what I'm thinking it's going to happen. I think I actually heard it was like October 17th or something. Yeah, because I heard October, me... but now it's seeming like it. that's not official. Maybe it might release in the winter. Okay. It might get uh, delayed. Yeah, so okay. we will see. And of course, when that when September twenty fifth hits, we will update you all with more news. But um, yeah, just I hope you all are excited as we are. Uh, even though you know Jerry has finished the manga, and so have I. It's yes. just gonna be so much better to watch it um, because yeah, Euphotable has Euphotable is just wow. They're really just doing some it. wonders with Demon Slayer. A hundred percent. And and we've talked about it before on the pod where we we've said you know there that we've seen. We, we both now have read I the last time we talked I had read most of the manga and and was still a couple of chapters maybe 20 chapters away from the end or 15 chapters away from the end I've officially finished it and um, I, I I think we both think the same and that the the anime and the manga are are, are different enough that like the watching this like in the anime form is just uh, it's just a different experience so, oh, yeah, yeah I'm excited I'm totally excited even though I know it's gonna happen I still want to see it all happen I want to see him do his his new moves and stuff. Oh, it's going to be so cool. And yeah, watching the, wa- getting to watch the, the Hashira in action is going to be awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. It's going to be amazing. And I, I really do love the entire voice cast. So I just being able to like hear them, like, you know, on their mm-hmm. emotions while they're fighting and stuff, is just going to make it so much better. Indeed. 
Um, so we have a couple of Demon Slayer news. The next one is that Demon Slayer is officially receiving a man- uh, a manga spinoff. Uh, it begins to release on August the fourth. Um, mm-hmm. Now, what this spinoff entails, and I was just explaining it to Jerry. It basically puts the main characters in a school setting with a chibi format. And it's just supposed to be like a fun, like comedic type of story, not necessarily like a, a serious one. Yeah. From my understanding, it doesn't like take, maybe it'll take like, you know, it'll reference the main story, but like, you know. Mm-hmm. it'll. I mean, it's basically, it's just playing off their, on their personalities and mm-hmm. putting them in, in, you know, normal circumstances where they're school children dealing with school drama with their known personalities and you know like mm-hmm. like tanjiro's very reserved and put and like like kind of calm and you know very yeah. oh like hey how can i help i'm a good person i want to help people i'm I'm like just a genuinely good person and we know like yeah. uh <laughs> zanetsu's nuts but in, in in like a like a weird like uh not necessarily pervy but yeah, he's a scaredy cat but he's also like girl girl crazy and like oh yeah all that That'd stuff really and and then and then just like old uh, crazy uh, <laughs> what's his name uh, Inosuke uh, Inosuke and his like crazy like backwoods uh, mentality <laughs> type thing. That's 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 I think the the reason behind it. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, I know that Attack on Titan did something similar. They have a spinoff series called Junior High, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's like same concept, like putting those kids or putting the cast sorry in a in like a school setting and just making mm-hmm. like a comedic uh story out of it so um i don't know that i don't know the official name of it um but i, I saw it the official on, name somewhere i believe they it did. starts on august the 4th yeah it's happening soon I also yeah very idea. soon um let's see so those of you that did not have a chance to watch uh mujin train now is your opportunity. So it is officially streaming both dub and sub only mm-hmm. on Funimation. Uh, yep. You can buy it digitally, but if you want to have like a streaming service where you can watch it, you have to subscribe to Funimation and they have it there, which is crazy because I mean, normally Funimation wouldn't do that. Funimation always wants you to buy it. You know, they always want you to buy it. So the fact that they immediately put it to stream was a big move on them. And I'm glad they did that. Because a lot of people didn't get to go watch it because, you know, they were afraid to go out and watch it. Yeah. Um, but it does sell 1 million copies in the first three days of being released on home video. Um, it's, I mean, I've already, I didn't see the whole movie, but I went, I skipped to the end because I love the ending. Um, but yeah, that was just really cool for Funimation to do that. And there's no word yet on a physical like Blu-ray release. Uh, it did release in Japan, and I've seen some of like the versions, and they're really cool. They have really cool stuff, like the collector's editions and stuff. But in regards to here in uh, in the West, if there's going to be a physical release, there has not been any news released yet. But yeah, hopefully soon there will be, and I will let you all. I will let you all the the viewers or the listeners know because I'm pretty sure most of us want to get our hands like on a cool limited edition and stuff. I'm pretty sure they're going to have like a like a hard case version or something out. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, you best, best believe there's going to be more than one. Oh yeah, cuz uh, Best Buy edition. had like for the My Hero movies when they released on DVD, they had like these awesome like hard case collector editions and I bought the second movie like that. So 
maybe we'll see what they do um but yeah so far it's available on funimation uh if i'm not mistaken you can if you have if you don't have an account you can do a trial to watch it um and there's a lot of good stuff on it too uh, and again we're not paid by funimation it's just you know a lot of good stuffs on funimation so i i think it's worth yeah, we're customers to... <laughs> yeah we're customers i think it's worth to subscribe because the 100%. content is pretty good yeah yeah um a demon slayer attraction is coming to universal studios japan and jerry actually sent me a uh picture i think like yesterday or two days ago mm -hmm. uh with more details about it so basically they are going to have a um like a a virtual reality kind of thing uh based off the events on the movie um and then they're gonna have a uh roller coaster telling two original stories with a more comedic element um and the third attraction will throw attendees into a training challenge themed after Demon Slayer Core, costing about ten dollars and offering a special booklet and arm badge to all participants. Oh, that's, that's so awesome! Pretty sick. Now, they begin. They said they're set to open starting September seventeenth and remaining open until February thirteenth, twenty twenty-two. Yeah, so I had heard that it was just like a temporary thing, so it'll be there for a bit. I know my brother's going to Japan, so hopefully he makes it in time to go experience that, but he might just barely miss it. I'm not too sure, though. No, man. Well, hopefully it but sticks that, around for longer, yeah. Yeah, I think I maybe if it gets real popular uh, and a lot of people are going, maybe they'll decide, you know what, we should probably make this like a permanent part just because of how big Demon Slayer has become. Uh, there's definitely a huge month, like you know, financial opportunity for Universal Japan to... Uh, to take advantage of this and um you know imagine just on top of that they have the super mario world over there so that's awesome like being able to go to super mario world and then able to go to like this whole demon slayer attraction that that's I pretty know. awesome well i heard that they're they're actually going to start start working on building the mario world here in in at in orlando oh yeah they they um when i went i just was there towards the beginning or like middle of june mm -hmm. um I don't know exactly where they would build it um, mm -hmm. because I didn't really notice anywhere like in Universal Orlando or Islands of Adventure where they where they would where add they that. Were... But I do know mm -hmm. that they're currently working on a I would know. I don't know if you can see like a third or fourth park, but it's called Epic Universe. It's like a brand new park. And it's mm -hmm. supposed to have like, it, you know, like now you're going to have to buy tickets to jump from Orlando uh Islands of Adventure and Epic Universe, and they might—they're probably yeah. gonna build it there. If I'm not like you know, yeah, I'm sure because like there's a lot, there's a lot of things that could fall under that, and they could easily acquire the licenses for that stuff, and and then build a theme park based on that, or build sections or rides based on stuff, which is awesome. Which is the coolest part about Universal is that they can yeah. they can get licenses from different things. It doesn't all have to be like like Disney is just one big thing, and Disney's yeah. got enough stuff. They own enough stuff that they can really fill out that park, but yeah, still, it's cool. It's a really Who cool knows? idea. Maybe we'll see some Demon Slayer stuff come over. Maybe, here. maybe I don't think so, but you, I'm not. I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, yeah, you never know. Um, I mean, it's 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 done really really well here so far, and yeah. you know the the movie just came out, and that I'm sure there. I'm I wonder if there's if there is another movie like if they plan on maybe making one of the next one one of the other arcs into a movie they could 
you know, but I, I don't know. I was thinking that they might make the arc after this season into a movie, um, like the whole training arc. You know what I'm talking about? I could see that being a movie, but then again, mm-hmm. like, I yeah. don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, as long as they yeah. just keep releasing whatever Demon Slayer, like, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll be happy. They need, to, they need to release the entirety of the manga as an anime they need to because oh, oh, i can't wait i can't wait to see the end well it just depends on what format they're going to tackle it in yeah we'll both be in our well i'll be in my 50s and you'll be in your 40s or something <laughs> when by the time it finishes i actually can i can see them getting to the end like probably in like four years four or five years yeah so yeah. it won't be that long but um, <laughs> we'll be in our 70s <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that's if any of you are making a trip to Japan in, you know, from September all the way till February, uh, you know, consider taking a stop at Universal Studios Japan to check out these uh, awesome yeah. Demon Slayer uh, limited time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the last bit of Demon Slayer news that I think I have here is that supposedly Shueisha, which is, uh, you know, the ones that are in charge of uh, Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. are working on a deal with uh, Epic to have Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen possibly uh, enter into Fortnite. So who knows? Maybe you can be playing as Yuji or Tanjiro or Gojo or, or, or Zenitsu in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. It's I mean, a big I, rumor. It's uh-huh. not confirmed, but a lot of people like are able to like kind of data mine sure. and see like what's coming and supposedly that's coming out. I mean, I, I yeah. won't buy it. I would want to buy it, but I don't play Fortnite at all, and the skins yeah. are very expensive. So, uh, mm-hmm. no. But that's cool, uh, at least yeah, and it's a good way exposure. to advertise it. It's a good way to yeah. advertise it to to kids that are the generation younger than us. You know what I mean? Um, because there's a lot of people playing Fortnite in that generation. Like, well, you and I are different generations, but like. You know what I mean? Like the generation, yeah. like your generation and the generation after you are still really, really into Fortnite. So I think like it's a good way to get the Demon Slayer, you know, characters out there for them to be like, oh, where are these characters from? That's cool. Let me look into this and, and possibly get into it that way. I know that yeah. Fortnite's done some weird stuff. Like there's um there's a book series called the uh, Mistborn uh, trilogy um, oh, yeah. by uh, Brandon Sanderson, and that was in Fortnite. They they put uh, oh, Kel- really? Kelsier in Fortnite, yeah, which is weird but awesome. <laughs> right now, right now, Rick is in it, like Rick from Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was I was like willing to actually shed the money, like to shed out the money to buy it, but um, uh-huh. no, he's at he's on the battle pass, and you basically have to get to like. The very end, and I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't have the time or the energy." To do no, it, so nope. yeah, but it's it's cool. I mean, at least, again, it's, I think it's, it's very, I think it's very smart to, you know, do that because you definitely put a lot of exposure out to these characters, and people get interested, and then you get new fans, and mm-hmm. it all just comes around full circle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Full Metal Alchemist twentieth anniversary is approaching. It's crazy that this uh, incredible series is already hitting 20 years old. And they're yeah. going to have a special program to be aired in Japan on July the 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what that program is, is they're having the original voice actors or actresses. Uh, I'm not too sure. I think they're mm-hmm. actresses. Um, for Edward and Anne Al, 
uh, come on to a program they're having in Japan just to talk about the series, you know, and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the author of or the creator of Fumar Alchemist already said that she is currently working on a brand new uh, series. Um, they released a visual of it, but that's all. Not, no name, no nothing, yeah. just a picture. And it's not even like a finished picture. It's just like a rough sketch, but it looks pretty cool. I mean, I know she's created two more series or a series for sure after Fullmetal. One of them is called Arslan. And there's, I think there's another one, but um, I mean, Fullmetal Alchemist on its own is a masterpiece. So it's very interesting to see what she's working on and, you know, what this new story is going to be. Um, yeah, definitely. So finally, after weeks and or months and weeks of waiting, the Chainsaw Man trailer finally dropped. And I will say it looks absolutely incredible. Um, it is just absolutely insane uh, that like it looks like the adaptation is going to be very good. Um, of course, Mappa is doing it's Mappa who's doing it. Yeah, it's Mappa. Okay. So Mappa is doing wonders, uh, but there is a big controversy in, uh, I think, I hope I said controversy, yeah, uh, <laughs> behind the trailer. So at first, everything was, you know, amazing for me until I found out this controversy. So I wrote here in my notes that the series will be created by a new studio branch from Mappa, and mm-hmm. it will emphasize a better working environment. Okay. And I kind of was like, why? why is that? even there in the first week. like what's going on so then i found out why wow. turns out have you seen the trailer uh for chainsaw man yeah no i have not seen the trailer but i did read the first chapter of the manga oh, okay because i wanted to check it out i think it's pretty cool it's nuts like it starts off real like i sold my eyeball and like all this <laughs> you're like okay yeah. it's pretty it's, nuts yeah it's awesome it's gonna be wild it's gonna be gory it's gonna be yeah. violent it's gonna be just awesome so I know it's going to be one of the next big ones, um, but you should watch the trailer because it okay. looks incredible. The animation, everything about it looks very good. Mm-hmm. But what's controversial about it is that I found out they only paid the person who animated it $2. For the whole first season or? For that trailer. Like that trailer, the person only got paid roughly like the equivalent of two $2. Wow, like so, like however many yen that is, that mm-hmm. sucks, dude. So, uh, I was talking with uh, one of my brother's friends. Uh, mm-hmm. he, had, he, I believe he streams on Twitch and he has an Instagram page. His name is Finally Anime, so you all should check him out. And uh, he was telling me that, um, you know, it's very controversial because a lot of uh, animators in Japan do incredible work, but they don't get paid like nearly what that work is worth. So they get very severely underpaid. And the fact that this trader, when you see it, you'll know what I mean. It looks absolutely incredible. And the fact that they only paid that person $2 is just like, wow. Like, And that's like literally months of work to do that. Exactly. And it, not even that, this trader was very hyped up because everybody was waiting for it. So yeah, yeah. just the fact that that happened is it's concerning, you know, especially for them because they, you know, a lot of them make a living off of this, and the fact that they're not getting paid what they should be getting paid is, you know, something that needs to change. Um, yeah, and and work conditions have been a problem, not just you know here in America too, like like people getting under undervalued and and working long hours and all this stuff, and 
the whole like gaming like game making crunch that happens when people are making games and having to crunch to to meet these deadlines that are you know unrealistic and stuff it's everywhere it's happening everywhere and it's happening in in more than one um media sort you know more than more than one type of entertainment you know um um, I guess uh, type of media, so it's it's just it's 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 crappy. It's really crappy that people yeah. aren't uh, aren't aren't being paid what they're worth. Instead, they're they're being undervalued because these big mega corporations want to make more money, and it's it's yeah. terrible. So I mean, it says here that a new studio branch and that they emphasize on better working environments. So I'm just hoping, yeah, that they fix this. I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty sure if this came out. If they continue to do this, it'll, you know, they'll continue to come out. But it definitely, like, changed my perspective on MAPPA a little bit. Because I thought yeah. MAPPA was, in my eyes before, MAPPA was, could do no wrong. And now here they're, they're doing this. So that's definitely not uh Yeah, I, I feel like what it is, good. is it's like, hey, you're an up-and-coming animator or illustrator or whatever. Um, it's it's the whole Harvard thing. It's the whole Ivy League thing. Like, well, you can come and be an understudy <clears throat> for us. And, and and you can put it on your resume that you were an understudy at Harvard. You know what I mean? So we're not going to yeah. pay you anything. We'll pay you very little, but the, our name will give you, will will pay dividends in the future. And it's like, no, like pay these people fair market value for what they do for their work and not just like, oh, well, you know, our name means a lot. So if you do work for us, you know, people will see that and pay you in the future. It's like, no, man, that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah, so if anything new releases on this, like anything updates, uh, I will mm-hmm. update you, the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so far that's where we're at. No, uh, nothing else has been revealed about the uh, Chainsaw Man, the anime adaptation. Just the trailer dropped, and that's it. We have no idea when it's dropping, if it's dropping this year. I'm expecting probably October alongside Demon Slayer, but I'm not too sure. So, um,. Yeah. Again, if anything updates, I will let you all know. Uh, the Misfit of Demon King Academy manga artist passes away about a day or two after it was canceled. Oh. Um, it is a fantasy series. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've known that they just released like one season of it, or it, I don't know if it just released or what, like anime. Um, but it got canceled like two three days ago and then yesterday if i'm not mistaken the artist of the manga passed away so oh, wow. that's really sad um you know um rest in peace to the, the artist and um yeah i don't that's all they said i don't know if they were correlated or anything like that but that just that that really sucks but um yeah. i haven't watched it i haven't really put it on my list but um maybe i will i'm not too sure i just have so much i need to watch so i don't know when or if i'll get to that series but it looks interesting from the pictures sure sure Um, i've heard of it i've i too have heard of it but i i don't yeah i have no idea what it's about or any of that yeah i've I've seen it while i scroll down crunchyroll like on the what's yeah what on their catalog and i've seen it there i don't know if it's it might have just premiered or something but yeah, we'll see uh, what's going to happen with the manga adaptation and stuff like that um, here on out, if they're going to adapt the rest of it or what. But if I find out more news, I will p- uh, keep you all updated. Uh, Sword Art Online Progressive, the movie, it's called mm-hmm. Aria of a Starless Night, filmed to release on October the 30th. 
in Japan. So mm -hmm. if they release it here, it'd probably be like in December, November, January, November, December. Yeah. And it is a retelling of the first season, but through the perspective of Asuna. So um, okay. that's cool. Those of you that are big fans of Sword Art, especially season one, I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic movie because we get to relive like what most people agree is the best part the of best. Sword Art. Yeah. <laughs> but through a different perspective. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, like I said, I still like season three, but uh, did you ever get to season three? Or you were like, I'm no. done. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I know. Season I, I two is bad. It. I will get to it. I'm just season two. Eventually. I've already talked about it multiple times. Yeah, I'll get to I it. I know. I know. Um, let's see. But I, I'll get to it soon, and uh, I'll definitely let you all know when I get to it. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> it, it looks way better than season two. It's just yeah. Yeah, season two. I mean, That's it's definitely better in season two, but season two is kind of just like they they took the whole like let's change things up real dramatically like a little too far, and it was just it was just uneventful, and it, uh, mostly because they're playing an MMO that nobody really wants. Like, <laughs> You know that's why it's not interesting. Like that that's no, that's what not. it was. Some of the characters was, that are in that are interesting later on, but yeah, I was gonna try to like, I was gonna try my absolute best to like defend it in a certain way, but then like I literally stopped myself and I said I can't. I no. just can't defend it. No. It's just, yeah, no. it's a, but not everything's gonna it be good. Yeah. yeah. So I, and I will tell you all when I get to uh, what is it called? Elicization or elicization? Yeah. Elicization, season three. Um, a new Skate the Infinity anime project has been announced. Uh, they have not revealed what type of format it is. All that was announced is that a new project is coming. And it's, uh, I think I've mentioned it once or twice. It's a skateboarding anime that released some Funimation either like in the winter uh, season or like the fall 2020 season. Mm -hmm. But I know people said it was pretty good. I haven't gotten to it. Um, but. I'm very intrigued to watch it. I'll watch it at some point. But yeah, those of you that really enjoyed it, uh, something is coming from that series. Um, so Bleach, legendary uh, Bleach creator Tita Kubo draws an amazing portrait of uh, Aizen next to Loki while promoting the Disney Plus show Loki. Uh, I think it's an excellent point for me just to do a very small, like, y'all <laughs> need to... If you haven't watched Loki, you need to watch it because I just finished watching the last episode like um, an hour ago, and wow, that's all I can. I'm absolutely like in shock. I was going, I was going berserk. Like wow, just you need to watch it. That's all I need to say. But uh, it's a really cool picture of Aizen. Um, I can kind of see maybe some similarities between Aizen and Loki. Not that much, but a little bit. But it's just, it looks really cool. Um, and again, Tite Kubo's artwork is just amazing. I love his, I love his art style. It's very unique. You can tell it, it's, it, that it's his work immediately. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's just really cool. We'll leave the link um, in the description the so y'all can check it out and uh, mm -hmm. just see how really cool it looks. 100%. Um, let's see. Oh, it already premiered. So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, part six special programming to premiere on July 3rd. We we're already way past that. <laughs> I don't know what happened because I didn't see anything, but um, I know that part six is very hyped because it, it involves a new JoJo. Um, but again, I have nothing on it. I will look it up and update you in the next podcast because I surprisingly didn't see anything about it, like what it was or if they announced anything. But 
Um, I do know that Stone Ocean, which is part six, is coming soon. Um, and hopefully I'll be caught up with Jojo by then so I could, you know, jump on the on the on the bandwagon and and watch it with you all, the Jojo fans. Which I know that have a very, very strong um fan base, yeah. Fan base. I'm sure. Very unique, strong fan base. So maybe I'll be a yeah. a, a JoJo uh, <laughs> fan too by then. A crazy yeah. JoJo fan. We'll You'll see. join the JoJo's circus or whatever. Exactly. The circus. <laughs> um, after seven years, the Seven Deadly Sins anime comes to an end. Um, it's kind of sad because before I had watched it, I had always seen mm-hmm. it on Netflix, like, you know, the little pictures. And I had always wanted to watch it, and then uh, I, I binged the first two seasons, and then like the I think it's like they had a special season with a bunch of like OVAs, mm-hmm. and it was just so good. Um, season three came out last summer, and I remember watching half of it, and then I stopped because I got real busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then season four premiered, season four, which is considered the last season, or it's, it is the final season, premiered uh, this January. It ended around like April and then it just was released on Netflix. So now everything uh, Seven Deadly Sins is on Netflix. Of course, the seasons, according to Netflix, are, are, are kind of whack. Season one is season one. Season two on Netflix is the OVAs. Season three is actually season two. Season four is actually season three. And season five is actually season four. So Ugh, um, that sucks. Why? Why they do that? Because that sounds like it's just gonna make people confused. Because the season two hadn't been released yet, but the OVAs were ready. Were ready, so they put them on Netflix and they just titled it season two, which kind of threw everything off. So I don't know if they fixed it. I haven't checked recently, but um, at least I'm gonna rewatch season three, or at least the half I've seen, finish it, and then finish off the series. I actually think you'd really like Seven Deadly Sins. Mainly because it reminds me a lot of fairy tale. Like it reminds me a lot. It has not it, in regards to like premise. Like it's nothing like fairy tale. As um, okay. but it just, it, like, just, it just kind of plays like 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 um just, fairy tale. Just the the vibe and 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 the atmosphere and everything. It's it's very much to me. It feels okay. like fairy tale. And I, I think you like it. Of course, it's and it's in the same way as like fairy tale. It could be very weeby at times. But overall, the cast is really cool. The characters are awesome. Like the story is really good, and um, and you you just start watching it, and all of a sudden you're like, oh wow, I caught up because it's just so good, and you just want to keep watching more and more. And do, do but they tell that's one I would story? recommend to you to watch. It's really do, good. Do you know if it's the whole like the entirety of the manga or it's just? Um, yeah, I believe the, that's it. I the manga okay. ended a while back, and okay. um, I believe it it's everything that it adapted the whole series. Awesome. So and I they also like have a like a maybe a couple movies, like one or three movies in between mm-hmm. there. Um, okay. But I know that I think one or two of them for sure on Netflix. Um, but yeah, I definitely you know if you haven't watched Seven Deadly Sins, give it a shot. It's really good. It's very entertaining. Um, I'm not gonna say like it's the greatest anime of all time, but it's definitely one that you're gonna have a good time watching. But it's definitely worth giving a try because you might like yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, give it a shot. I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. Um, Shaman King. So the two series that started also in the, uh, in the, uh, I forget, like it's the winter 2020 season, which was mm-hmm. this January. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, two of the big series were Shaman King, the, the remake, and then mm-hmm. Eden Zero, Mashima's new series um, okay. after Fairy Tale. Uh, so they were both uh, got licensed by Netflix. So we knew we were going to have to wait a little bit before we got to see those shows. Well, mm-hmm. they're finally being released. On August the 9th, Shaman King is being released. And then on August the 14th, Eden Zero will be released. And awesome. again, with Netflix, they released the whole season and everything's already dubbed. So whether you prefer to watch it subbed or dubbed, it will be available. Wow. And I'm very excited to watch both of them because yeah. I've read a good chunk of Eden Zero. I haven't caught mm-hmm. up, so I'm already a good amount behind. Mm-hmm. But it was very good. I really liked it. It felt like fairy tale, but enough. But it also was very different enough to yeah. be like you know, to not to not feel like a rehashing. I could definitely see how some people are like, no, it's not good. It's literally just another version of fairy tale, or it's too similar. And I could see that. That at some points I was like, mm, it's a little too close to like fairy tale. And you'll see, especially some of the characters. Like Rebecca looks exactly like Lucy, and there's some that looks exact. There's one that looks exactly like Urza. The main character looks exactly like Natsu and Gray combined. Like, you'll see what I mean. And in certain aspects, um, it's just it seems like it's even the story is like a little bit too close to fairy tale. But then it's able to kind of move away from that and kind of become its own thing. And you're like, okay, you know, it's it's not a, to me at least. It's not enough to like completely turn the viewer away and be like nah i don't want to watch this i think it'll be pretty cool um and it's it's um it's it, it's funny it's funny like fairy tale and i think people will enjoy it they at some points they even like reference like fairy tale but like they're making fun of it it's just pretty cool you'll see that's awesome and shaman king looks like a pretty good uh remake i never saw the original so i'm just gonna wait to see this one to see how it goes yeah me too i mean like like um you you told me about Eden Zero a while back, and you told me about I think you told me on the podcast too when when it, when you heard it that it's coming to, it's they're making it into an anime, and so now now it's all full circle like it's coming out in like a couple of weeks. I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm, that's one I'm definitely going to check out. And Shaman King I'll I'll, I'll also check out because it sounds pretty cool too. Yeah, well we'll probably be watching Eden Zero around the same time, so that yeah, we can talk about talk it as about soon it. as we watch it. I'm I'm interested For to sure. see where they're going to cut off season one, but. Uh, I'm pretty sure like where they cut it off is something that'll be like where I already know what happens and then I'll I'll, I'll see it. Like, oh, that's an interesting point where they stopped. Sure. But only time will tell because and it's not that far away August 14th, but it's still have we still have a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um Jujutsu Kaisen 0 the movie is scheduled for a December 24th Christmas Eve release in Japan. Um, again, it is a prequel, so it's explaining some of the origins for the Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't know what it entails specifically. All I know is that it's um, adapting the Zero manga into a movie, and it's, again, the origins. Um, and on a different note with Jujutsu Kaisen, it's kind of a sad one. Um, the manga has been announced on to be on an, an indefinite hiatus due to the creator's health i don't know if i mentioned that last podcast but yeah um i wish that i wish the creator um a speedy recovery and that yeah uh, they may get good uh well soon but until then there will be no more jujutsu kaisen uh until they you know feel better yeah yeah and that's that's 100 because like this i don't know the creator's name but they are on they are on a track to be 
real oh, yeah. popular. Like, we'll know their name soon. Like, I'm yeah. surprised we don't know their name. We should We should probably, as an anime podcast, we should know, but we yeah. don't. Because it's an excellent, excellent anime. It's like top yeah. tier. It's already one of my favorites. Like, um, oh, yeah, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm, you know, not, not just for selfish reasons. I really do hope they get better and, and, um, yeah. and uh, can... You know, once they're ready and, and ready to get back to it, that they get back to it in good health. 100%. Yeah, definitely agreed. So if uh, when it does um, or if it ever comes back, we will definitely let you know because we'll be hyped for that. Yep. Um, My Hero surpasses 100 episodes. So the series mm-hmm. has been here for a while. It is currently in the second half of season five. It is about to just take off. Uh, I, th- I think it's going to get very good. You always know exactly why. Um, but yeah, 100 episodes, that's a big deal. Because uh, a lot is. of animes that's... don't really reach that milestone. So that's awesome exactly. for my hero. Um, I have not watched any part. I haven't seen anything of season five. I know what happens because I read the manga. But I've heard it's really? been a pretty good season. Yeah. I, ca- I caught all the way up. So I, I watched all, oh, okay. all everything that's out. So I'm I'm done with the first part of season five i liked it it's cool they introduce a new a new, well not a new character but like um a character that is was introduced previously but now seems like they're joining the main group um yeah, and their power is awesome. really cool and it's it's yeah, a yeah yeah awesome. you know what i'm talking about exactly it's so cool like they're, they're like the I, it added an extra little like um it's he's basically uh izawa's um analog like his yeah. like protege and i like that mm-hmm. because they have yeah. powers you would think would be for evil people but they're like no nah, like we can use them for good because we're not evil it's it's a cool it's a good idea for a character you know and and i will say i'm about to ask jerry a spoiler and he probably will say it so just then you know <laughs> i'm gonna ask him a spoiler but what did you think uh with the big reveal of deku okay the big reveal of deku Oh, that was cool. I was not expecting that. I was not Crazy, expecting right? it. Yeah, like, is it, yeah, I mean, should I talk about it? I mean, you can mention it. I already said there's, like, you know, Because it's been out. Point. Yeah, the, the season's been out for a, a little while now, so it's not yeah. like it just debuted. Um, the, um, okay, spoilers, but he can totally, like, he has, like, he can take, so, so all for one, is every person that had it had different power mm-hmm. and they all contributed to the power now. And so his mm-hmm. power is unique in that it's different from all might because you know, all might's power well, all might was also way more uh, uh, adept with it. Cause he'd had it for longer and all that, but I, um, I and, say... and you can individually like learn, you could individually use these people's powers, which I don't think all might could do. So, they're gonna fully explain it. You're gonna get the whole okay. picture. I don't know if they already have. That's why I don't want to say it. But they I don't will think they exp- have. They will explain it. But basically, like you know, Deku has now a catalog of all the users. Yeah, books. which is crazy because I don't yeah. think All Might had that. I don't and think ex- any of the previous and, ones had that. And they explain it. Like yeah. they're they're gonna tell you why. And you're gonna be like, wow. It's but for so the cool. longest time, I was like, okay, like. I was asking myself, how is how is Midoriya gonna be like, like, of course the yeah, very first thing you see in the give, very first episode yeah. is how he became the greatest hero of all time. I'm like, how is he gonna get to that? It doesn't seem like he's gonna get to it. Well, now we're finally starting to see. 
Yeah, that 20% isn't mean like, oh, now he can use both his legs. It's like literally there's different powers that he's going to be able to eventually mix together to make himself yeah. more powerful, which is like, oh, my God. It's just like, and holy the, crap, yeah. I, th- I don't know if they announced it, but the name of that very first quirk that, that came out they is did. called Black It's called Black Whip. Yeah, they did. And I don't, rem- I don't know if it's the uh, – I think it was the sixth quirk. Yeah, I don't know who it, who it was, but it was a, yeah, a, a guy, and like eight. he he's like not powerful enough to really use it yet, so he's yeah. using it at a fraction of what it's actually capable of doing, um, because he's not actually ready to use it. Like he's not where he needs to be at power wise yeah. to be able to use it. Eight is all my. Seven is Nana, and I believe yeah. he was before, so he's six. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. All I'm gonna say is that like, just wait, just wait. No, oh man, I can, my. Like it's it's setting the scene for me. It's really setting the scene for me. Yeah, I pretty much know all the quirks and they're awesome. They are. I think there's only one I don't know, and it's crazy. Just oh man, this because you'll see what I mean. The second half of the season is gonna set up. You'll see. You'll be like at the end of the season, you'll be like, wow, that was amazing, and I could see Mm -hmm. how it's setting up. And then the next season is gonna be absolutely bonkers. I I, hope because oh man, yeah, this first half is was was cool. But it it's was the cool same, like good. it was good, but it, it felt like okay, they're fighting against a you know team. It's something B, we've already B. seen. It's, it yes. felt like another training exercise. So that's why it I did. wasn't like in a rush to like watch it every week. Yeah, but like just wait, you'll see. Yeah, what I like mean. for real, they could have probably made that into a movie. Like the first half, oh, they, they could have made a film out of it, and bam, you know, and what not I mean? even like a theatrical release, just like a like a. Um, like a Disney travel, Disney Channel original movie equivalent. Yeah, but like you know. yeah, like release it on 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 the streaming services and and yeah. that would be enough. Like they, yeah, I could I could totally see them do that for that. But I've heard it's been a very good that they've done very good on the voice acting and the animation and and the, it, that it's been a good season. That even though the story hasn't been like incredible, it's it's still come out very good. So I will catch up probably when the whole season ends, just so I could binge it. Uh, but you'll see season the second half of the season is is truly coming and you're gonna y'all are gonna freak out it's awesome yeah um I'm, I'm, netflix I'm what's up no i'm stoked <laughs> that's oh, all yeah. i had to add yeah mm-hmm. it's it's good um netflix's cowboy bebop is coming this year fall 2021 mm-hmm. with the original composer returning which is awesome because if you've never heard the theme song for uh the original Cowboy Bebop, it is, it is just legendary. It is one of is those. This li- like, is this a live it? action? Yeah, it's a live action. Okay. Oh, weird. So of course, there are many people that are very skeptical about it, and there are many <laughs> yeah. people who are afraid they're going to ruin it. But I don't know. I'm gonna give Netflix the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna give them a shot. I'll see how they make it. I really hope that it doesn't uh, trample all over the original's legacy because the original, it, like I've said before, is a timeless masterpiece. Um, and um, they have that we can definitely say that uh, Netflix has a huge. Um, what is that saying? Like they have a. I don't know. They just have a lot on their plate right now, and they really they have do. a lot of people. They have a very eat. large catalog, and and they're they seem to be foraying more and more into manga and or into anime, which is yeah. cool because it is a big market. There's a lot of people that like that enjoy anime. That you know that if you bring anime to Netflix, you're giving more people a chance to to see it, and you yeah. know possibly indoctrinating new people into the into the um, 
anime world, which is awesome. Yeah, so we'll see how it comes out. It's just the fact that they're able to get the original composer to come back. I mean, it's, it's a big plus on, on yeah. them. So yeah, it's gonna feel a, a lot like the like at least the the soundtrack will will make you feel more like the original anime. Yeah, I remember like when they first announced it, they had a dog come in, and mm-hmm. well, basically, I don't know if you ever seen Ayn the corgi in the show but like they got a corgi and everyone was like wow it's literally the perfect casting <laughs> because it looks just like ein but that's i just thought it was really funny but yeah that so um they already have ein casted they have the cast already casted like i already know who puts mm-hmm. in a play spike but um we'll see what happens um let's see so fruits basket finally finished this was maybe like two three weeks ago and my wife and I were very sad because we loved Fruits Basket so much. It was such an incredible journey to watch the series. Mm-hmm. It was just, wow. It was so good. Um, she cried a lot at the end because half because of the of what the ending was and half because like it's just we're sad that it's over. Yeah. Um, definitely, we both say that it's gonna, it, it left like that empty void that we don't know what to fill it with because it was just such a, like for that month that we were watching it, it was mm-hmm. like it took a big part of, of it. But um, it was an incredible final season. Every single episode was so good. But there was a big controversy in regards to my anime list. Um, so I didn't really realize that like my anime list is kind of like a uh, it's in a it's a really big mess. And a lot of people don't take my anime list seriously. I thought mm-hmm. it was more serious than it is. But because of these controversies and it's not the first time that people kind of really don't like my anime list. So okay. now I've kind of turned to it more like a, I'll use it for myself just to kind of catalog yeah. what I've watched. Yeah, and keep track but, of what you're watching. Yeah. But not necessarily listen to what people say on it because Oh, I see. Let me tell you why. So, um the Fruits Basket, the final season, mm-hmm. actually beat Fullmetal Alchemist. Fullmetal Alchemist right now is the number one rated on my anime list. Brotherhoods, okay. to be specific. Well, Fruits Basket beat it. Well, oh. if I read it correctly, a lot of the Fumar Alchemist like crazy fans, mm-hmm. and I don't even know if it was some of the moderators for the site as well, were basically spreading news and telling everybody to uh, go and give it a one star. And oh, the fans wow. themselves were going and giving one stars because when you do that, you drop the rating and then of course Full Metal Alchemist goes back to number one and I've heard that this isn't dirty uh, yeah that that, because final the so Fruits Basket at one point was the highest rated and it was the first shoujo anime to achieve that on my anime list which is a big Mm -hmm. deal because shoujos are very different from shonens and again I just started delving into that uh, genre and I really Mm -hmm. really enjoy it and I really enjoyed Fruits Basket it was just you kind of expect it to be one thing, and then when you're watching it, it's like a completely different experience, but in a very good way. And um, there have been many other series. Attack on Titan Season 4, and I remember in one of the podcasts I said it, it was number one. Of course, they came in, and they were able to downgrade it. Your Name, a very big, big anime movie that released several years ago. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Um, if I'm not mistaken, what are some other series? Um, let me see. Um, I had it here, but I lost it. But yeah, just it just shows you many series that came out um, that have beaten Fullmetal Alchemist end up being 
um, dethroned by the fans and um, and some of the moderators and stuff. Not necessarily because you know the series is is better, but because they just want Fumero Alchemist to continue to be that number one. That so, sucks. That sucks because like they're basically sucks. review bombing it. People were doing that on Steam too for a very Crazy. long time, or they continue to do it. Yeah. To, and and the truth behind that is like with with games that are like indie games and games that are new and in early access that is how they get money they get money from steam when they get like people review it and say hey this is cool like i played it i like it it gives them it it it, it puts them at the forefront of the it gives them more more press more media attention on the page it gives them more views more more uh, you know people can see the game and might pre-order it or try it out and so yeah. like people review bombing stuff do that when they're like oh i don't like this game because because i don't like this publisher or because they're competing with this game that i like and people do that and they do it with like metacritic too like for movies and stuff review review bombing stuff because they disagree with the director or something you know it's it's yeah. it's, it's part of that cancel culture stuff which really kind of sucks yeah i mean and, and the thing that sucks is, don't get me wrong i love full metal alchemist I really do. I definitely think it's a masterpiece. Um, and and I definitely believe it should be at, at the, in the top spots. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think if there's another show that is just as good, it deserves to be above it. You know, like Fumero Alchemist yeah. is not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Um, it's not. It's not perfect. You know. Exactly. And I mean, nothing I've, really, I've, really is perfect. You know, yeah, but. some of the other series are A Silent Voice, Your Name. Those are two very big anime movies that are both incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunter Hunter also, uh, Gintama. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of series have elevated to that first spot, but because of that problem, they'll go, they'll review bomb it, and then they drop. So I think currently on Mal, mm-hmm. um yeah it dropped to number four so now fruits baskets the final is on number four so um still it's an incredible feat that a shoujo anime has is up there in these ranks um i definitely think yasha i definitely think it's a show that you and and your fiance jerry would really like it's okay it's different it's very different from the stuff that you're used to watching but it is Mm -hmm. so good in so many ways and it that we actually watched it dubbed Mm -hmm. and um it was just so good dubbed and it was just it was incredible i really really enjoyed it and it's not to me like it's not weeby at all like okay. maybe like in some of like the relationships like the way they act around each other but in regards to like um but it's the not usual, like the whole like there's the these there's two girls going after the same guy kind of stuff like in the traditional mm. way where there's no there's no like there there's nothing else about the characters that's important all that's really important is that they are fawning over this guy or or there are other things that are important but they f- the 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 it, creator you know only really it, emphasizes the you know the fact that they're going after this guy and their powers and all that are all secondary that sucks i don't like that to to me like it it it's different you'll see what i mean it yeah, because the whole that, the whole shojo really. thing is different, right? Like the whole shojo thing means it's a different type of anime than what I'm used to seeing, and so the way I'm 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 sure since you've seen the whole thing, I'm sure the like what the story arc is is just different. Because basically, <laughs> like, it's not a harem; it really isn't, or a reverse yeah. harem. It's not. Okay. It's just 
it's very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. What I meant to say, it's not fan service-y. Like, at, maybe okay. there's only one instance, but it's very, like, very quick. Mm-hmm. But, like, in regards to fan service, servicing, um, you don't really see that at all. It's just, it's just pure story, and it's very good story. It's very, very, very good. Um, but, yeah, so that's what's happening with Fruits Basket. Um, a new spin-off series was announced to be released mm-hmm. in 2022 and it follows it follows the uh, like the story be- uh, uh, of Toru's parents mm-hmm. um, I believe it's Kaguya and um, what's her name I forgot the mom's name but I'm very interested to see that but yeah no uh, fruits basket is incredible I definitely believe you all should give it a shot. It instantly became one of my favorites of all time, and it's just one of those that like it's gonna stay with uh, me and my wife forever because it was such a good show and we had an amazing time watching it. So, um, so that's what's going on with Fruits Basket. Uh, some very devastating news. I was literally screaming like at twelve and at, like at midnight, screaming out loud because I was so upset. But uh, the Rising of the Shield Hero season two has been delayed from October twenty twenty one to April twenty twenty two. So we're gonna have to wait longer for it. Yeah, that, that's a big blow, man. Because it's like, oh, uh, we've been wait- You and I've been waiting for that. It it was that our was... favorite isekai. It, I yeah. think. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, the one we're gonna talk about today. Well, the one we have been talking about, but um, the time I was in reincarnated as a slime is up there now like i think it's, it's gotten there, pretty definitely. close yeah i don't know but if it's better but it's gotten pretty close yeah yeah i i don't like it better i, I like it almost as much but like I, I have such a special place in my heart for rising it's so good and that was probably the anime i was looking forward to the most this year and yeah uh, well, i know and it got delayed well i mean like i said as long as like i'm sure there's a very good reason for why it was delayed and if it's oh, yeah. for if 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 part of that was for quality reasons like hey you know we were working on it and we couldn't finish it in time and avoiding like rushing people or or making people work long hours i'm cool with that man yeah I, cool I definitely think a delay is never bad because you're only going to get a better product at the end if it's rushed yeah. who knows maybe it will it's turn only going to suffer a... yeah what's up it's only going to suffer if, if it's being rushed oh yeah there's a much higher chance it's something's going to go wrong with it and i'd rather wait you know yeah um i mean i just don't want it to be rushed and turned out into like a promised neverland season two so yeah no for real but um so we'll see uh hopefully they release more information at least in october like give us a teaser or something but 2022 is when we'll see season two uh last two pieces of news um vinland saga season two has been officially confirmed uh, I didn't know this, but season one is kind of like it was a, a prelude to season two. It was setting up for season two. Okay. Um, but the f- series is officially in production. I have not finished season one. I got halfway through, and don't get me wrong, it was very, very good, but I got very, very busy, and I've already kind of been away for it for so long, and I'm going to have to rewatch the first half and then finish all of season one. But it is very good. It is an Amazon Prime series. The only thing about the Amazon Prime series is that I don't know if they have plans to dub them. Two of the mm-hmm. big ones they have, the rights to are Vinland Saga and Dororo. They're yep. very popular, good anime series, but they don't, there's no dubs of them. But um, if you haven't watched it, give it a shot. It's definitely different for an anime, but it's very good. So uh, Vinland Saga fans can be can rejoice because season two is coming soon. 
awesome. And then uh, the last one, Isekai Quartet uh, anime film has been announced with a 2022 uh, premiere. Um, Isekai Quartet is basically a uh, anime, a chibi version that takes all of like some of the main Isekai uh, casts and put them all together. So you have like the characters from Over Overlord. You have the characters from ReZero. The characters from um, uh, I I don't know if Slime is in there. Konosuba's in there. Um, That's cool. I believe uh, Shield Hero, and it makes a series out of all of them together. So I've never seen it. People say it's pretty good and funny. So I need to watch it. But you know, it's just a mix of all your favorite Isekai characters together. Um, That's cool. So. Yeah, so the new film, if you're a fan of Isekai Quartet, will be releasing in 2022. Cool. That's that's yeah. weird. That's like a Super Smash Brothers type thing, but of, uh, but of like an anime, and it's its own. Like it's it's it has a story. I'm assuming like a. Yeah, like I really don't know much about it. I just know that it's just a, a huge mix of a lot of Isekai characters. I there could be more that I'm missing. I'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head, like. Um, the ones that I've seen for sure but um, I definitely know that um, there's Konosuba ReZero Overlord um, let me see I'm trying to see those I don't maybe Shield Hero um, but yeah for sure those three Overlord Konosuba and ReZero like I can see the characters are literally here I'm looking at the thing on Crunchyroll and I see like Emilia, mm-hmm. Kazuma, uh, Subaru, Megumin, um, Aqua, Ram Ram, and I've never seen Overlord, but uh, the char- I know how the characters look in there too. But it seems like it's an interesting, funny show, and uh, uh, if you're interested and if you're a fan, there's a movie coming out. That's cool. But um, that covers all the news. I had a lot of news to cover from yeah. uh, since we haven't recorded in a while. Yeah. I do have one for Uzumaki, but I'm going to save that for next time. Uh, that way I can talk more about it because I didn't cool. really get all that stuff gathered. But <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot happening in the anime slash manga world. Again, some good, some bad. But yep. um, yeah, so far, um, what have you been watching slash reading? That is a good question. I, um, so I caught up, I, 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 since the last time we pod, we podcast, I, I, uh, I caught up on, um, uh, the time I was reincarnated as a slime season two, part one. Um, yeah. I caught up on, um, my hero, like I said, mm-hmm. um, what else did I, I, there's another one that I was watching that, uh, oh, I started watching, uh, Dr. Stone season two. I'm oh, like okay. six, six, seven episodes into that. Um, so I also good. started watching uh, Star Wars Clone Wars again, which is not anime. Oh, nice. That's it's good. It's really good. <coughs> I'm, I'm like on season four, I think. So like I'm like, uh, uh, it's there's there's a lot of like filler stuff, like all the underwater stuff that I'm not really that interested in. But for Star Wars, yeah, for the Clone Wars, because oh. I know they just released season seven. It just came mm-hmm. out. And that's supposedly like really cool. Like it, 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 it talks about the bad batch stuff. It like introduces that, and then, like, is 
like the last they they added another season to kind of close out the Clone Wars stuff, and you get to see Ahsoka older, and and you get to see a little bit like uh, closer to pre Vader, um, Darth Vader, oh, um, I see, I see. Anakin and stuff. Like it's pretty Vader cool. kind of thing. Yeah, because he's like he's old. They're all older. Everyone's older. Like uh, it's like Interesting. closer to um, a New Hope. So, or not a New Hope. Uh, closer. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I've never watched and I've started watching Clone Wars, but I haven't watched it, so I need to kind of sit It's down good. It. Like I've it is kind of kitty. It's a very good. It's a very good. It's it's the, the you know who the guy who you know who is the guy behind it? It's uh, Dave Filoni. Oh, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni's Dave Filoni's a goat. Yeah, he's the guy who's Dave. doing the Mandalorian stuff. Yeah, Mandalorian and he also created not created but he was a big influence on or he was a big part of Avatar as well so Yes, um, yes, yeah, he's like he's and, like oh man, so much so he, such a pedigree. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like the Jeff Johns but of the uh Star Wars universe for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. He's he's a he's a awesome awesome creator guy. So yeah, that's that's basically what I've been watching um as of late. What have you been Some watching? Good series. Yeah. Um so lately I haven't been watching as much anime as I would like to. Um but for sure the ones that I have been watching um I've been watching Tokyo Revengers like every week. It just gets better and better. My brother decided to watch it and he was literally like texting me, "Dude, it's so good." I'm like, "I know it's good." And he caught up and so it's very very good. If you haven't, I highly recommend you give Tokyo Revengers a shot. It is just so different. Uh, but it's very very good um i am also watching um a brand new one that just started it's called peach boy riverside there's only two episodes uh it's i really don't i can't really say much about it because it's just started but it seems interesting um i think i'll like it but i'll update you on that one because again it's too early um i am also watching yu yu Hakusho. i'm still working on it um I'm going, you know, a couple episodes a day, but it's good. I like it a lot. I really, really do. I'm almost done with one of the 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 better arcs of the Dark Tournament. So if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. I'm almost done with that. <laughs> and then other than that, I've just been kind of um, focusing on... Um, I've, I kind of had a list of things that I need to just finally watch, like some of the, the classics and stuff. And so I've been working mm-hmm. on that. Um but oh and slime i started watching slime season two part okay. two because it just started two weeks ago um but it's only subbed right now right right now it's only sub uh, let me double check i'm here on it yeah uh, yeah so far it's only like two episodes oh, i'm looking on the wrong website because funimation has funimation the rights. Would be where it'd be. yeah um but um that's what i've been watching um, and I guess to tie it, well, I guess I'll, we'll talk a little bit about slime, but I definitely think slime is, and I, I'm not going to go like too crazy into detail, but I really do like slime a lot. It's definitely mm-hmm. like, it's an Iseka that does a very good job, um, of just, you know, getting you, enter- it entertains you. It's mm-hmm. funny. Um, it has good characters. The action is great. The Iseka ness of it if that makes sense is also very good mm-hmm. um so i definitely think that um it, it 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 i actually think now 
it's hard to say which one like the order for sure i like shield here the best but like i also really like re-zero um this one's really good too so it's hard to put any other ones last but slime is very good i definitely recommend yeah. it and it's it's unique in that it it is very much an isekai in that like you know rimaru is a, is a guy who gets killed in real life and then ends up in this weird world and but it's different in that he's he's very like you don't think he would be powerful but he ends up being very powerful throughout the majority of the show but it's yeah. still interesting like even though the main character is powerful and you know he's capable of all these things he turns this really kind of mundane power into this like infinitely powerful power like infinitely amazing power and um it's still interesting like it's still fun to watch there's still a lot of of stuff that's happening that's interesting um yeah. and the, this this second season the first part at least like took it to a whole nother level with like 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 i think you did talk about it before but now he's now he's got some competition and he's gonna have to do some things to make you know yeah. to to rise to that occasion and so it's, it's good so far it's good because if you would ask me if I would have liked Slime this much after watching season one, I would have laughed in your face. Because I liked season one of Slime, but it was definitely not, it was not a stand, you know, it wasn't a standout season. It was good. It definitely set up for season two, but it was pretty much like, I know Jerry and I have played this game before. It's a board game called Machi Koro, and you got to mm-hmm. build your own town. It yeah, felt yeah. so much like a Machi Koro. Like, yes. He was just yes. really building up his village and his resources and stuff and his powers and that's what season one was and season two was kind of like all right he's done doing that now there are actual like threats and things going on Mm -hmm. that are that he has to finally act and move and he can't just like just sit there anymore yeah well there's a there's consequences to building a kingdom in a world that already has kingdoms in in which like you're you're encroaching on people's territories and you've got to make allies and all that stuff and in the end of the first season you start to see some of that but that's what the second season really is about is he's built his kingdom and now what and now all the other kingdoms are like wait a minute you can't just build a kingdom you know and season two part one was really good because like it all it 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 just took off immediately and like the action was great and like it was just yeah. so good, and the ending. Dude, that like, last, the last couple yeah, episodes holy was crazy. crap! Yeah, the I mean, the it takes a, a kind of a dark turn in in it does for a bit like an yeah. unexpectedly dark turn, and it's just like brutal. Like, yeah. it really shows his power, like what he can do, and it's like it doesn't really show how he got that power, but the show doesn't really. It just kind of says he can use his power in this way, and it makes sense. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and yeah. Because he, he can, part of his thing is he can absorb stuff, and he yeah. takes the chemi- the, the the he takes the components of that and can use that in infinite number of ways, and that's how they yeah. manifest as power. And that's like the way he. Oh my god, we will have to do a spoiler cast for this when the second oh, season's yeah, complete. Sure. And because when holy I watched moly. the first season, like I was, I watched it, but I wasn't like you know, oh, I need to keep watching. Like, I watch an episode, or I watch another one later or tomorrow. But when I was watching season two. I was like binging it because I, yeah, I going had through read it. a couple of episodes like go by and mm-hmm. then like I was caught up so I had to wait week by week and like as soon as the episode came out I like watched because I needed to see what was going gonna happen and it, season two part one is very good and so far season two part two is only two episodes out uh, but it's it seems like it's gonna be the same thing yeah because the the first part ends in a really dramatic way yeah huge um, huge yeah. Man. 
in a very very huge way and it and it's like you cannot like i can't wait to see like where it goes from here like yeah things have changed and now like how does the world adapt to this you know and that's the way I am with Tokyo, with Tokyo Revengers right now. Like, it's one of those series that, like, as soon as the episode drops, I need to watch it because I just, I'm like, the whole week, I'm like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's yeah, just yeah, that yeah. good. But, um, yeah, no, uh, right now there's no, they have not started the dub for Slime yet for season two, part two. Hopefully within the next two, three weeks, they will start. But as of now, it is only available subbed. But and I'm so assuming far, there'll probably be a couple of episodes before. Like a, a couple of uh, subbed episodes will come out before a dubbed episode comes out, but yeah, that's fine. I can wait. I mean, like I said, I just watched it. I, I think it's really cool. I don't, I don't really want to go into watching it in 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 Japanese because I've I've only really been watching it in English. So in English, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So slime was good, but the other series that I've the other thing like I had mentioned, I kind of have a list of some of the series that I've been that I was watching several months ago and put them to the side. And I, I told myself, okay, in the summer I need to go back and finish those, but I also need to see some classics. Like I still haven't watched Akira yet, but I need to watch it. Ghost in the show. I haven't watched it, but, and I kind of started talking a little bit about it with Jerry yesterday and it leads her into a discussion, but I kind of decided, all right, I'm going to start, I'm going to sit down. I'm actually going to dedicate time to finishing some of the Ghibli movies, the studio uh, Ghibli movies, because yeah. Um, I don't know if it might be surprising to you, the viewers, but I haven't watched most of them. Um, it was to me when you told me that I was yeah. like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. If you hear my That's dog barking in the back, I'm sorry. But um, yeah, I hadn't really watched that many Ghibli movies, but that is our discussion. Uh, just the studio Ghibli movies in general, because they are very. Just the movies in general are very, very, very interesting. Um. But um, the ones that I... I'll start off by saying the only ones I've seen are... Um, I finished Mononoke last night. Spirited Away. Howl's Moving Castle. Um, Kiki's... I saw Kiki's Delivery Service two days ago. I'm about halfway through Totoro. And I also seen The Wind Rises. So there's still a whole bunch I haven't seen. I've seen Arietti, but so long ago that I don't remember it. I haven't seen Porco no, Rosso. I haven't seen Castle in the Sky. Yeah, um, Anyo, you haven't even watched Totoro, which is like, what? And I'm halfway like, through that one. Um, okay. I haven't and finished Tales of Earthsea, uh, the other one, the Nausicaa of the Valley. Nausicaa um, is really good, too. Um, see, I want to watch that one. There's a lot of them, man. Like, the ones I would definitely watch is, like, I think Abby will like Ponyo. Um, watch Totoro for sure and Ponyo mm -hmm. and then from there those. yeah those are like for sure and then after that I would probably say like uh, you've already seen The Wind Rises uh, Castle in the Sky yeah. is another good one like that's I one that Sam that and I yeah there's um, so many because I, I, I didn't know I mean I knew that I knew that your fiance likes Totoro a lot but I just yes. didn't know if like you had seen any other of the movies but I mean it seems like yeah, you I've all seen are, most are of them, pros yeah. at Ghibli. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. There's just they're just uh, like they're good. Most of them are very very uh, like family friendly, and they they, yeah. they have they usually have a really good moral to them um, about acceptance and uh, you know like just being good people, man. Like people are different yeah. sometimes, but that doesn't mean that they're bad. Like a very like you know stuff your kids should know. You know stuff that you you know 
hopefully you as an adult would know but you know like it's that they're good like family friendly movies one thing i've definitely noticed about the ghibli movies are like those are really good introductions to anime for yeah oh Um, yeah and even if like the person doesn't expect to like you know go all in into the anime like uh world or manga world um or if they do want to no matter what they're just such good movies that if you're new to the anime scene you're gonna really enjoy them like definitely enjoy them because Mm -hmm. they're just so easy to like sit down and watch and they're so easy to get into and they're Mm -hmm. they're likable from the moment you start the movie to the moment you end it and like yeah just the entire experience is is very good yeah and and the other thing is that these are all hand animated movies everyone except Mm -hmm. for the the most recent one that earwig which was not a very good movie because it wasn't actually it wasn't actually uh yeah it wasn't actually him um it wasn't 2d uh it wasn't like a 2d drawing it was more like a 3d like animated film more like a pixar kind of thing yeah and it was studio ghibli but it wasn't miyazaki Miyazaki is the guy who's like the mastermind behind this. He's the head animator for a lot of this stuff, for a lot of those movies. And, and the guy who, and like there, there's a documentary out. There's a couple of them about about him, but you should watch them. Like the, the one that's on HBO goes HBO uh, max is really good. And it, and it, it, it's like a day in the life of his life. Like he, he still like, even now he's an older guy. Like he's in his like late seventies still, draws every day and is in like hand drawing these scenes and like he's just full of ideas and is always wanting to write new stuff it's just like it's his life's passion and you can you feel it when you see like the the life he lives like he lives literally in this like near this like in the studio like he lives there yeah he has a little house that's a part of the the g the studios and it's like oh man it's just it's really cool if I'm not mistaken, he retired, right? Like he said, he was he, gonna make he more did, movies. but then he came back and he's working on something now. Oh, cool! He's cool. working on a new film that they're working that that uh, that they're hand animating and they're using some CG just because he can't he can't draw as much as he used to be able to because he's older. Yeah, and so they are using CG, but they're they're doing it in a way to like for filler stuff, like for like backgrounds and stuff, so he doesn't have to draw that stuff out every single time because he's older, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I so like looking at the movies now. When I was older, like I saw Mononoke years ago when I was a kid, um, mm-hmm. like on uh, on Toonami, mm-hmm. and I also saw uh, Spirited Away when I was very young too. Of course, it's just been so long that I don't remember them at all. But definitely looking at them, you know, in the, uh, in twenty twenty one, like watching them and um, seeing them. Uh, very far from when they were released because they're old movies like I believe Mononoke was like 98 or something and Spread It Away was like in 2000 um, Kiki's Delivery Service was like 88 or 89 or something like that or Totoro was 89 I don't even know the years I'm, I hope I'm not making this stuff up but I know they're old that for sure I do they know and if you look at them from a 2021 perspective they were very much ahead of their time like all of the movies that he released were so ahead of their time you could see how they become like staple anime like things that you have to watch and experience because at the time like you like the 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 product that they were releasing was like just incredible yeah 
for sure. For sure, for sure, like, for sure. Like watching. Like it's timeless, man. Like this stuff, the stories are timeless. Like they. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, they're just. Yeah. You watch Mononoke. Like, again, I, I'm going to talk a lot about Mononoke because that's the one that's fresh because I literally sure. finished it last night. But like. Sure. You watch it and you can tell it's old. It doesn't look. It is not a. It's not as HD as the new ones and stuff, but still, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like that at all. And I, in 20 years, I can watch it again and probably still feel the same way. Like it's just, it's just so unique. And like, like you know, like I didn't know that that he hand drew everything. Mm-hmm. Some of the art and the animation was like wow, incredible. Like it's like insane. Mononoke was like some of the creatures the forest the backgrounds were just so beautifully drawn like just the animation alone yeah the quality of the art category yeah it's just like that's that's kind of their big draws like everything is just so meticulously drawn and like there's so much attention to detail in every little thing even the background like the little bugs and all this stuff like he's there hand drawing all this stuff because it has to be perfect and it's all like and and he has a reason for every little thing that he's drawing in there. It's like, well, it's because of the it's the time of the year, and I want them to know like that, that the spring is here, and we're like everything that and and when he's talking, like when you watch these documentaries and they, and like you get to see him and and see who he is as a person and and why all of this is so important to him. It's like, it's just, it's charming. Like the guys, he's really charming and just like, I don't know, it's just amazing. It's amazing. Like yeah. I wish, I wish, I wish I could like visit the studio and like get to see oh, yeah. like this stuff. It's just, it's just really awesome. It, it's crazy, like how it's kind of getting. I, I don't. I know it's always been popular, but to me at least, mm-hmm. I see like it's getting a really big second wind right now. Like it's getting. I see it everywhere, and so I just came mm-hmm. back from uh, Orlando. I went with mm-hmm. my wife, mm-hmm. and um, we visited Epcot, and they have a huge Japan store there. Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of Studio Ghibli stuff, and we, of course, we bought some of it. My wife loves Totoro; she's seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And she, she bought like these kitchen towels and like some, uh, like not silverware, but like some utensils. Yeah. They had like the manga of the actual movie, but in Japanese. I sh- I regret cool. not buying Mononoke, but like they had so much stuff of Ghibli, and so. then you go on to Box Lunch or Hot Topic, and they have tons yeah, of stuff so yeah because it's, like, it's super popular yeah and I, it's, it's it's popular with with like my generation mm-hmm. because it was like that's when a lot of it came out like a lot of it came out actually like in the 90s um yeah, the 90s. so when i was growing up it was like the thing and and like we had the we have the old vhs tape of totoro that's why we watched wow. that's, that's how we saw it and it was like oh man it's so cool hold on to and that dude i know well it's at my mom's house my mom still has it i'm sure it's it's crazy, man. Like it's it's good stuff. Like it's it's one of the few like things that you could say. Like most of those movies, you can you can watch with your children. Like even young oh, kids, because yeah. it's 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 imaginative and and like not there there isn't really a, a whole lot of like American stuff that's like this. And that there's so oh, you yeah. can see all the detail, all the all the effort that's that goes into making this. It's like it's magic, dude. Like the whole thing is just it just feels magical, you know? Yeah, and and I. I I know there's not many like like for me in regards like I just saw Kiki and I'm halfway through Totoro and those are mm-hmm. definitely for like a young young audience like you can have yeah. your young kids sit down and watch it with you and they'll definitely enjoy it and then yeah. like and then you have like Mononoke that's more on the on 
definitely for an older audience because mm-hmm. you know it's much more violent yeah it's more violent stuff. yeah yeah but the fact that he was i mean there's not i would say there's more movies for younger audience than there is older because i've only seen yeah Monoke. i don't know if any of the other ones are on the for the older audience but at least he is kind of able to like diversify it and say okay i'm gonna make some yeah i'm not just gonna focus on young adult like uh movies for yeah the, no for, for yeah children. no because some of this some of the the work that they that they've put out is is it's they all have messages they're all trying to say something yeah. and it's important to to him to get that message out and some of these films are, are literally like this is an adult thing like these the 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 point of this is 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 to emphasize something that you may not think about but could impact the world like like you know the global warming stuff and like the the castle in the sky talks about it there it, there is that like like yeah. technology isn't always a isn't always a good thing you know what i mean there's another yeah. movie that is that was made by studio ghibli but not by miyazaki and it's called mary and the witch flower and mm-hmm. i think you've probably heard of it it's on netflix that's another good one it's the same animation studio so you see the ghibli animation style but yeah. with newer CG techniques and stuff, and it looks really good. It's a really good movie. That's been in ne- on Netflix for a while, so if you haven't seen that, you should check that out too. I need to watch that one. Um, one of the uh, the funny things is that like, um, so we started watching Kiki's again like two days ago, mm-hmm. and my wife was telling me she's like, I have one big gripe with the English dub, mm-hmm. and she said, it. So I didn't know this, but Kristen Dunst is Kiki. Yeah, um, there's a lot of really famous actors and actresses in as voice yeah. as American voice actors for these movies. John, yeah, John Krasinski comes out in uh in The Wind Rises. He's yeah. like a friend. Yeah. Um, but the crazy thing is, uh, she said the reason she didn't like it as much is because it sounds like Kristen Dunst. You know how when we were kids, uh huh, you'd go behind like a a, a fan and you talk and it make your voice sound all like distorted. Oh, and stuff? I see. Yeah. She said that her voice sounded like that. Like if she was talking behind a fan the whole movie. And I was like, there's no way. I don't believe you. Like uh-huh. you're probably just hearing things. And so we started watching it and she was 100% correct. <laughs> Literally, it's all I kept hearing. So much so that I said, I- I'm not going to watch this. So I switched it to Je- uh, Japanese and I very much enjoyed it. You enjoyed especially because uh, Tombo, the, the, the little kid, yeah, is uh, the Japanese voice actor of Usopp. From oh, One Piece. Okay. okay. But like early Usopp. He's all, I didn't even know this. Usopp is the voice of, or the voice actor of Usopp is also the voice actor of Inuyasha in Japan. Oh, wow. But okay. um, that was cool. And then uh, just the big change of Gigi the cat. Mm-hmm. In, in Japanese, Gigi has a very high-pitched, like childish-like voice. Yeah. And then if you watch it in English, it's, it's like, like a, a very... It's Phil Hartman. Oh, See, I don't even know who Phil Hartman is, but it's like yeah, Saturday it's Night very, Live. Yeah, yeah. It's a very deep, uh, you know, grumpy voice. Like it's very different. So um, they're two different experiences. Maybe one day I'll go back and watch the dub. But I, my wife actually said she actually preferred Gigi with the uh, Japanese voice because it it was just a different experience. But um, you know, I've I've definitely seen other ones in I've seen I love Spirited uh, to me. Spirited Away and Mononoke are 10 out of 10s. Both of them are masterpieces. I've seen... I saw Mononoke in English... Sorry, in Japanese. And I saw Spirited Away in English. And they're both very good. I didn't even know that. But Chizuru from Spirited Away is the voice of Lilo. From Lilo and Stitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then um, 
the I forgot the name, but the 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 friend, the 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 dragon from Spirited Away. He he's um Thackeray uh-huh. Binks from uh Hocus Pocus. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and Max from you know from the Goofy movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Holy wo- yeah! I mean, you you think a lot of these voice actors are they're all from the same talent pool, you know, like. And and yeah. and it's like it pulled big names, like even at the it time. Has. Yeah, it's pulled very big names, and I, and one of my favorite, probably my favorite, like, fantasy character from all the series has to be Calcifer. I love Calcifer. Yeah, the little fire and thing. Yeah. Isn't it Billy Crystal? Yes. Mhm. So, I, you know, I Calcifer was awesome, and uh, it's just they're really good movies. Um, and the cool thing is that that HBO Max was able to compile most of them or pretty much all of them and like put it as part of their catalog. So if you've never seen a Ghibli movie and you want to watch them, you can, you know, either do a free trial to HBO Max or if you have HBO Max, they're they're mostly there. And cuz I remember growing up, I I was very en- enchanted when I saw Mononoke for the first time, but when I wanted to watch it again, you had to buy it. And even like several years ago like the only way to watch Ghibli movies were to buy them and they were expensive yeah yeah, yeah they were not cheap yeah or unless you bought them on regular dvd like you could find them at best buy every once in a while but yeah, yeah. hbo max was the first time that they were available uh to stream yeah because those movies they hold like a premium like they don't go on mm-hmm. sale because they know no. they'll sell them either way like it's yeah one of those like you're gonna pay to see a movie and mm-hmm. like you know and there's just so many like to collect them all and buy them all like you know, i didn't have the money to do that so it's cool that now we have this opportunity to um to stream them and, and experience them especially now that i'm older when i can actually like experience fully ex- immerse into it and experience mm-hmm. it and um and enjoy like just these 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 um masterpieces because you know i yeah and um I hope to like you know by the end of the summer to watch all of them mm-hmm. um or most of them definitely the the big staples because you know the biggest ones that i can think of that i see everywhere are for sure totoro for sure kiki's mm-hmm. and um i've been seeing a lot more mononoke and um a lot more howls i haven't really seen that much like merchandiser stuff of castle in the sky Mm-hmm. Um, Ponyo, but um, it's it's getting popular. I'm starting to see it more yeah. and more, like everywhere like, we go. Yeah, like the the robot from Cat. There's a lot of robots from Castle in the Sky, but the robots when you see them, you'll you've probably seen that image before. You've probably seen that okay. robe like that art before. But yeah. um, it's good. Like the the Castle in the Sky is a very good movie. Like I I really so, yeah. like that. I need to watch it. One thing, one two very interesting things that I noticed with um kiki's and uh mononoke since i just watched them i don't know if you'll agree or disagree but um it's just like they barely got to like the really big like conflict or like that point where like everything everything hit the fan and like it like you know it looks like everything's gonna turn out bad and then you like you click it and it says there's only like 15 minutes left of the movie yeah and yeah, then they, they resolve them both like within five minutes boom everything's resolved and then happy yeah. ending i was like wait 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 what yeah that happens that's so quick yeah it does i mean that's it's because like the 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 for them i feel like for, for 
in my opinion, there I feel like the 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 focus of the thing isn't isn't what hap isn't like the problem and the resolution. It's the world building. It's like all yeah. of the characters and everything that's going into what makes this world the world that you see. And I think that that is why you see so much more of that. And then you you have like oh there's a conflict and a resolution and you know the, all that is not as important as the world and the building of the world and the characters that live in that world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's a it's a different way of telling a story in that the story isn't so much focused on the plot as 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 it's focused on the world that the story is set in and the characters in that world and the 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 director or the creator is 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 literally feels like it's more important to show you the world and show you the people that the characters interacts with on the daily basis and to show you where they like to go buy bread or where they go like to go, you know, drink yeah. tea or their grandma's house or their aunt's house. Like all of that stuff is way more important uh, in oh, the yeah. creator's eyes than the the conflict or the or the or the little plot that happens. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's yeah. honestly like a different way to tell a story. It, it puts oh, emphasis yeah. on a different part of the story that we're not used to. We're used to like, hey, cool, these are the characters. That's cool. That's interesting. But here's the big story arc, right? Like, why is yeah. this important? And then the character, the details about the characters come out, you know, in that story. They're little tidbits of detail that come out throughout the movie. But, but like the the focus is really the plot. Like this is the character, this is the cool thing about this character, but now this has happened and how do they overcome that or how does this get resolved? Like, And I feel like the Studio Ghibli movies are not about the plot. M most yeah. of them are not, you know what I mean? And, I, and that's and that's a unique thing for them. No, yeah, and that's a good point because I didn't see it like that. But now that you mention it and now that I, I take a second and look back at it, that very much is so like what's going on. But it's, yeah. it's something that I could like, now that I'm thinking about it, it's something I could appreciate because it's just again so different and so ahead of yeah. its time. Yeah, yeah, and and it's not done a lot now. Like there aren't a lot of like I no. can't think of of something that that's new that that like we that's recent or, or anything that that doesn't really have a, a big plot. Like the story doesn't focus on the plot. The story is is focused on the world building or or the world itself, and 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 the character is like a, is an entryway to show you the world from their perspective and what's around them but the point of it is really the world and usually uh, uh, there's a there's a a statement that the that the that like like Miyazaki is trying to make about something that you know like either it's nature or like hey treat people like kindly or you know people are everyone's human everyone's different like stuff like that like they're you know broad overarching like hey don't be a don't be shitty you know <laughs> kind of yeah kind of morals but they're good like it's good stuff it's that's why it's timeless because it's like those worlds never get old like the the detail and the the effort that went into making these these um films like it's just like years of work to make one of these movies you know like you're talking about months yeah. and months and months of work to get like a 10 minute video you know yeah. it's just it's absolutely insane or or yeah to get like it's like a month worth of work to get a couple of minutes or a couple of seconds worth of like it's just crazy it's crazy it's hard it's hard to, to fathom the scale at which it's all done and how many people are involved in it it's just crazy yeah and you know i definitely think that not everybody will agree that they're like incredible because i know i can definitely yeah. see the other perspective where people are like no they're like 
that's the basic stuff that's the like that's just the, like the the basic mm-hmm. or it's boring stuff. like yeah they're yeah. overhyped and stuff but I, and it's I fine mean, yeah we both definitely think that um you know they're very very good movies they they have such a huge fan base like i remember they do yeah last year i was talking with a co-worker one who I never expected to watch any sort of anime whatsoever. And she wasn't the biggest anime fan, but mm-hmm. uh, she asked me, she's like, hey, by any chance, have you ever seen that? Like, do you know what Studio Ghibli is? Have you ever seen the movies? And I was like, of course, like I love, like, I, I mean, I knew of them and I've seen some of them. I was like, yeah, I've seen like one or two. I mean, I like them a lot, but I, I of course I know what they are. She's like, oh, that's cool. Like, I didn't know you liked them. And, and turns out she was a huge fan. She was like, did you know they're coming to Netflix? At the time, everyone thought they were coming to Netflix, but that was like, in Europe and stuff in yeah for the US, and it did coming. it did come to Netflix but not in America yeah not <laughs> in America VPN to watch so, it so yeah. uh, you know she was very excited and I was like that's cool you know there there is definitely a lot of Ghibli fans out there and some of them are very big passionate fans of like of these shows and stuff so it's it's just mm-hmm. it's it's one of those that like um, a lot of people can come together and like you know be fans together of these series just because they're just so they're they're it's like they're for everybody it's really it's really hard to not like them again then again you might not like them but it's definitely like something that like if you're new to anime or you've never given them a shot or you've always been on the fence for watching these movies we definitely recommend them because they're incredible experiences and like i need to catch up jerry's a pro at this at these movies so like he knows what's up um, but yeah. like I'm working my way to like watch all these movies and um, you know become well versed in the Ghibli universe myself and stuff. Real, for real. Like they're they're good. They're timeless movies and like and 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 I could see why it's not everyone's cup of tea. You know what I mean? Because some mm-hmm. pe- like some people are like, hey, I I want my movies to have a plot that that's like interesting and keeps me engaged and and they're they're easy movies to 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 not pay attention to. You know, th- that's why it's like for kids, some kids, it depends on your kid. Like if you're for like little, little kids, maybe like Totoro, because the big, the big fluffy character and he's cute and he just makes noises and it's, oh, it's cute. And for a little bit older kids like that don't have their attention pulled away every five seconds. It's like it's heartfelt and the characters are 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 really imaginative. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. Like I could see why some people may not like it, but there's a reason why it's so popular and why so many people know about it. Even people that aren't necessarily anime fans, you know what I mean? Um, it's just another, I feel like it's another bridge to bringing people into the world of anime. You know what I mean? People who oh, yeah, are not definitely. normally like, who would not normally associate themselves with anime, but like to bring people in and be like, Hey, this is, this is, a, this is also anime. This is why it's so cool because this is, this is why it's such a, vast form of entertainment and it's all in its mm-hmm. own right and it can tell different kinds of stories in hundreds of different ways and still be the same medium you know what i mean like it's so cool yeah um i will definitely i'm gonna continue watching them uh, hopefully i can finish again most of them or if not all of them um before the end of summer and i'll definitely keep you all posted on my progress for that definitely can say i've already gotten a couple of movies in i've seen about a handful already um Mm -hmm. but yeah there's those are movies uh that both jerry and i both uh very much enjoy and very much 
recommend for you all to uh, watch if you haven't. And um, yes, definitely. You know, they're just really good experiences. So that's uh, that was my uh, that was our discussion slash like what I've been watching because that's what I've really been focusing on is like finishing <laughs> these classics and like yeah. you know, at least being able to say yeah I've seen I've seen some of the big classics. Yeah, but um, have you been playing anything recently, like any video games? Yes. So um, the game I've been <coughs> playing the most. So I've been playing a couple of things. Like I, I've been playing a uh, Ratchet and Clank um, on the PS5, and it looks absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Um, I bet. Absolutely I bet. amazing. Um, it's great. It's it's the best ratchet and clank game that i've ever played and i know you you tried them and you were like eh, it's not really your cup of tea and that's fine like i get it like it's it's, it's a very specific type of game um and uh but it, it it does what ratchet and clank does um to the next level in in fidelity and and just like smoothness of gameplay like you're like there's just no loading man you're jumping between portals and it's just all super smooth uh so i've been playing that's a little great. bit of that which is cool and um uh, a game called Satisfactory, and I know I talked about this a long time ago, and I think I've talked about uh, talked about it with you. In that it's a it's a game that probably not a lot of people know about. Um, it's on Steam and on Epic Game Store. Um, and it's still in early access, but it's basically a factory building sim, and um, there's a little bit of of combat, and there's a lot of like gathering resources and stuff, and building like um, building factories where you make parts that you use to make other parts to to eventually you're, you're, um, you work for this company called fix it and you're, uh, mm-hmm. dropped on this planet. And then your job is to, is to mine the planet for its resources and send them back to the mothership basically. Um, and, um, it's all like this, like post industrial, post apocalyptic industrial age stuff where it's like, you're like, Hey, welcome to fix it technologies. Thank you for, you know, for accepting this position and you know your job will be to do this and so you're like slowly like you start off with like uh biofuel so you go and you cut leaves you you cut down trees and gather leaves and you 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 take those leaves and you make biomass which is like a like basically like a uh what's it called like a what are those people make them where you like put a bunch of trash like in a pile and and you use it for like, like bio- uh what do you mean I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out like what. I don't. I don't know what like. it's called. I don't know what it's called. It's called. Uh, <clears throat> I, it, it's irrelevant. But but basically, it's a a way of like creating your own like fuel that you can that you use, and then you build these machines that burn that fuel, and you use that that machine generates energy, and you use that energy to power other machines, right? So like, mm-hmm. the the point is like, hey, you need to you need to learn how to build this um, part. It's like a small engine. So in order to make that small engine, I need I need iron, I need um, screws, and I need uh, wire. So I got the iron I can get from the ground. I have to pull the iron out of the ground, smelt it into iron bars, and then use that iron bar, those iron bars, and and form them into screws. Like like you cut them into screws, whatever. So you got to figure that out, and power all that. And then once you've done that, you make enough of them that you can build another machine that 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 makes that easier. And then it's like it builds like that. And I'm at the point where I, I, I put like maybe 60 something hours into this game because it's just really crazy. It's cool for me because it like I, it doesn't let me think about work and stuff like that, which is rare for me. 
So like it's a good way for me to escape, and I can also do other stuff. Like it's there's not a lot of thinking involved other than okay, well I have to figure out how I'm gonna lay out my factory so that it makes sense. So I'm making all the parts that I need in enough with enough time to make the larger parts using like these giant manufacturers that put together four individual parts into one big part. You know what I mean? One complex part, and like the way you do that is you are, you're unlocking these tiers by making more and more complicated parts that you send up to the mothership and they're like cool now you've unlocked all this new stuff and so right now there are only eight tiers in the game but i had previously gotten through the first six fairly easy so it's first it's biofuel then it is uh the the next big thing is coal power. So you find you can you can basically build steam engines that power um, and every type of engine gives you a certain number of megawattage and every uh, piece of equipment that you have has uh, requires a specific amount of of power and it'll say like well this this thing uses ten megawatts of power this thing uses five megawatts of power this engine like the biofuel engine makes forty megawatts of power so you obviously need to have a bunch of those and they don't cost a lot to make but but you have to keep filling them with biomass to make them work you know what i mean so the next big mm -hmm. step is is the coal engine and what you do is you 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 find a spot that has coal and you mine that coal out and you use the coal to and and you you in the in the engine you you add water and coal and basically it makes a steam engine and you power and that generates 75 megawatts of power so one coal engine makes up two you know, two biomass engines, you know what I mean? And you don't have to keep feeding it. It just feeds itself. It runs perpetually as long as you have enough water being supplied to it. And so in order to do that, you got to build a water pump to pull water out of the ocean or whatever. It's like, it's that. That's the kind of game it is. It sounds really like tedious and maybe it, not for it everyone. Sounds, it sounds familiar like to that uh, Astroneer, the game we were playing. Yes, it's it's very super similar. It's Except the, the graphics for Astroneer are very like, like cartoony. This is like realistic. Like super realistic, yeah, and um, they've refined the game to where it runs really smoothly, and they've added. They recently added like flying drones and stuff, so you can have drones pick up stuff from one end and take it to another base. Like it's super cool, and I just unlocked nuclear power, dude. Oh, nice. And so like like the 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 tier is like biomass is forty, coal is seventy five, uh, gas engines are one fifty, and that's the next thing. And I built like nine of them right now. Oh. Uh, and I built a train that 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 literally picks up liquid and stuff and drops it off in another base and all that's super cool, and then it does all that automatically. And the next thing is is nuclear power, and uh, I don't know what the what that generates, but it's probably like three hundred megawatts, uh, which is really really cool. So I'm I'm like um, that's the game I'm playing right now mostly. Nice. Is that? <laughs> what are you playing, man? Not much, um, honestly, just. Um playing uh warzone here and there with my friends and then um the next thing that i'm working on playing i'm just trying to pass some of like the backlog i have especially on my switch so i'm just kind of working through luigi's mansion 3 um it's a good game i mean it is what it is it's, it's just it's fun it's entertaining but it's nothing incredible it's yeah. not much different from one and two but trying to get through that and then hopefully work on the fire emblem three houses after i finish that one but um yeah i haven't really been playing much games honestly yeah, it was fair. just yeah it was just more of just trying to work on a backlog so i can get you know i've either not trade in but like sell the games or like keep them but at least to play them because i just don't want to 
get rid of them without playing them. But, um, but yeah, that's what yeah. I've been doing. And then it was very interesting, like with the whole OLED switch announced because mm-hmm. oh my god, it. I think I definitely think uh, a lot of the fans were expecting too much from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say I was very un- underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And it only benefits those that play handheld. If you're a docked player, you pretty much get absolutely no benefit from purchasing the new Switch. No, it has a um, little bit more RAM. It has a little bit more RAM. The the real the the true thing about this is like they did want to announce a newer, more powerful <coughs> Switch. The problem is something happened in supply. And so they don't have everything they'd need to be able to make this. So they didn't want to announce it and then say, okay, well, this is coming soon. And it, that would have just been a big, big problem. So instead, they said, hey, we've got all these OLED screens. Let's make a version of the Switch that has a bigger screen and, yeah. you know, better, you know, Definitely better battery life. That's, what the, that's yeah. what's happening. Because they are going to announce a Switch Pro that's going to have the OLED screen plus all this other stuff. Um, but they yeah. just don't have all that stuff yet to to like they're not they don't have sufficient quantities enough to actually mass produce these consoles to say hey Makes sense. that's what's happening I'm I'm almost positive that's what's happening because yeah, like I mean, like the the big sources that had this information are people that don't like they they don't mess around you know what I mean yeah and they were probably premature in thinking that this was going to get announced and I'm pretty sure Nintendo was really planning on announcing this soon but. But yeah. all the do- all the you know all the boats didn't line up properly, so they had to say, "Hey, we're not going to announce this yet because this is going to cause problems for us." Which it would, you know what I mean? Yeah. If they announce this it's- awesome new Switch Pro and they can't like it's like the PS5 and you you have to sell a kidney to get one, then yeah, it's going to have a lot of angry customers at the end. Yes, of the day, which is smart move. And again, like I said, I think definitely people were expecting too much. I definitely yeah. think the OLED is. And like it's something that's pretty cool. It's definitely an, I, I'm gonna buy one no matter what because I, I mainly play handheld, so I could see mm-hmm. for me it's a benefit. But like it's not sure. a big deal. I mean, the kickstand is a huge improvement. That's yes, cool. that's a good thing. But and like I, I said, it does have it does have a little bit more RAM. But but the truth yeah. is, it's a 720p OLED, which is it's the same. It's the same. It's the same. Like the OLEDs are slightly better. They're better. They're more power efficient. So it'll use less yeah. battery. Uh, it won't get as hot, which is good. That's all good stuff. But it's like it's very much the it's very much the DS to DSI, the 3DS yeah, to 3DS XL. XL. It's just it's bigger. A Switch XL, pretty much. Yes, that's what it is. It's a slightly bigger screen, less bevel, which is good. But the next yeah. the next big thing, the Switch Pro or whatever it's called, I ho- I hope they call it the Super Switch because that would be really cool. Um, yeah, that would be so cool. That that will be the next big. That'll have the same screen, the seven inch screen, but it'll probably have the new Tigra two chip, the new Tigra chip that there, that is uh, been out for a while. That's probably gonna come and and like more better, newer RAM. Like it's gonna be more powerful. I don't know if it's gonna do four K native, but it'll for sure do like ten eighty. Uh, like it'll for sure do ten eighty, um, handheld and probably four K docked. You know up it'll probably do scale up to 4k like the like the ps4 pro and the xbox series x you know or whatever the previous gen was again i probably will buy the um the new one especially because like i have one of the launch switches yeah so i it it sounds like a jet engine oh my yeah it sounds like a jet engine it's so loud i'm like yo what's going on yeah Um, yeah. so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it just because 
it's a, a, a launch. T- I mean, I know there's nothing saying it's a launch one, but to me, it is. Yeah. I know I got it at launch. So I'm just going to keep that and just get a new one and, you know, and I'll, I'll wait patiently for that Pro one or that. I'm going to call it the Super Switch because I definitely will upgrade <laughs> to a Super Switch. And, yeah. Uh, I think most of us, like, if you, even if you play a little bit, like, one, one, um, I think it would be worth the, worth the upgrade at some point. But, uh, and and the new the new the OLED switch has the same joy cons like they're unimproved they're the same yeah. parts they're still susceptible to drift and all that because they're using cheap sticks and all that like like yeah. they haven't learned their lesson and there's no reason for them to because it's like um, I'm pretty sure the reasoning behind why they didn't use they didn't decide to manufacture new um, new uh, what's it called joy cons is because it's just not worth it for them they they'll take yeah. the PR hit which sucks but yeah definitely i mean we'll see what nintendo does um for right now i'm just focusing on i have because i have a really big backlog of the switch games so that's what i've been doing it's kind of just playing a couple you know mm-hmm. 30 minutes to an hour a day of those games so i can move on but yeah for me not much that i'm playing maybe it'll change soon but again i'm just trying to get through more animes if anything yeah and i, I get it I get it. That's kind of my <coughs> thing is I want to finish Dr. Stone and and, and uh, continue my anime journey. There's stuff I got to watch. I just I just kind of like started watching Clone Wars and I've been watching that because I'm like, oh, I want to get caught up and watch season seven. And yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that's it for this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely had a good amount of news. We had a very good discussion. Yeah. Um, I definitely like uh, at the is that the title that you're planning to call it? Yes, yes. It, it's awesome. I I <laughs> let's go with it. It's so it's funny. It's great. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah. Hopefully we can get back on like a schedule where we're recording every yeah. week or every other I week. Know. I um, know. We need to. Again, life happens, so sometimes we might not be able to. But we are happy that we were able to get together today mm-hmm. to talk about you know the news and stuff that we've been watching and stuff and um hopefully either next week or the week after we can come back and talk about some of the new series we've watched hopefully yeah. i've finished hey don't don't underestimate me watch watch next time i probably have watched all the jubilee movies or most of them <laughs> Cause, yeah because they're really they're really engaging and, and easy to they're easy watches they're they're yeah. some of them are longer than other ones but they're just they're good movies and, and like it takes you on a journey that you will not regret embarking on you know yeah and um and yeah um let's see so again like we mentioned every podcast um we want to hear from you um we still haven't gotten any response from anybody uh (laughs) but if you would like to talk to us about anything uh Mm -hmm. talk i mean maybe some of you are ghibli fans and you want to talk about the movies and stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, please feel free to contact us. Um, yeah, you can contact us, us. For sure, What's yeah. Up? Leave us a message. Contact us. You know, leave us a voice message or just leave us a, a message on the on the website because the website's there uh, as part of the uh, Anchor podcast um, website. So you can find it at, mm-hmm. you know, anchor, uh, anchor. FM forward mm-hmm. slash Fanime Bros podcast forward slash message. There or you, you could send us an email at Fanime Bros podcast at gmail.com. Yes, definitely. And uh, yes, please, like just if it's about anything you want to talk about and and we might mention it in the show or it might be our next discussion, you know, like it's part of yeah. like why we want we want feedback because we want to hear from what you guys think. 
And if you yeah. like what you're hearing from us or if there's suggestions you have for making the show better, like all that stuff is important to us too. Exactly. So. Um, but yeah, um, please feel free to reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, today was a very good episode. We had a lot of fun recording. Mm-hmm. And um, we hope you have an absolutely great rest of the day and mm-hmm. a great rest of the week. And we hope to catch you next time on our next episode. Um, And we're signing off. I'm your co-host, Rick. And I'm Jerry. And remember, folks, keep calm in anime on.